are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Join me tomorrow to, before the game to talk about the Flames and all that good hockey stuff. Download the app today. It is available on the App Store and in the, I believe, the Google Play Store now. So for all you Android users, head on over to your respective app store and download locker room where we will chat tomorrow at 6 30 mountain time all right so it was quite <laughs> quite the day outlining this podcast uh you know i kind of wait sometimes to see i never want to fire something up too early in the morning because news is always changing and breaking but i figured today we could talk about the wonderful anniversary of Brad Tree Living being hired. So, seven years as the wonderful uh, Flames hired uh, Brad Tree Living, he was coming in while the team hadn't made the playoffs in five years. That's a long time. But then, like, you look at teams like the Sabres, who haven't made it in ten years. Um, and, you know, he he did a lot of transactions <laughs> he's made a lot of transactions as a uh, general manager and I think that he's capable of assembling a good team Be- and we're going to go over that in just a moment but you know he was coming in and uh Kuprasov was retiring soon after his arrival or shortly thereafter and I would say that he's done an all right job drafting as well you know, he's drafted Gaudreau, Monahan, Bennett, and transactions have landed him picks that have gone on to turn into Rasmus Anderson, Dylan Dubé, Mangiapane, and more recently, Dustin Wolf, who was a sixth-round pick and is closing in on the WHL uh, all-time shutout records. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say that oh, that's the Tom Brady of the NHL draft right there. But like, (laughs) you know, he's still got quite a ways to go to prove himself. But his early years are doing well. And, you know, they're going pretty well for him. And the fact that he was still available in the sixth round is impressive. And like I'd mentioned earlier, you know, he was coming in and he, he was dealing with the retirement of a goaltender that was, you know, the backbone of the team for quite a while and he's kind of had a carousel of goalies along with coaches but you know those goalies haven't always had success in Calgary you look at you know uh Cam Talbot and how he played Mike Smith Cam Talbot was an anomaly I swear I I don't know (laughs) I don't know what got into him but I you know (sighs) They moved David Riddick and solidified Markstrom as their starter when he was signed in the offseason, but you just have to look at it and say things like, is there an issue with the culture in the locker room? 
Why do we break our goalies? Why? <laughs> what is this? And we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm sorry. I'm getting too far ahead of myself here. I'm going on a tangent. But we aren't even going to talk about the James Neal signing and then how that whole switcherooski with Lucic, we're just we're going to avoid that. We're going to pretend it didn't happen because really don't want to get into it. <laughs> but more more like like highlighted on here for me is flipping Dougie for Hannafin and Lindholm. You know, I am so 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 impressed with Hannafin and Lindholm. Of course, you know, you lose Adam Fox and Dougie and things like that, but like ah, my god, I am Lindholm is just such a good player and the fact that he isn't costing you what most top line centers cost you is impressive and I don't hate it. He produces the points. He's a great playmaker. I love everything about his game and I think that he is just one of those players that will probably spend his entire career severely underrated and then looking back on it, you know, five, ten years after he retires, people are going to say, wow, you know, he, he was really good for the Flames. He went, you know, and whoever his, whoever the one C is after him, you know, you got to like think about the future down there and, you know, kind of like in Boston where it's Patrice Bergeron, but pretty soon it, it I don't even think it'll be Charlie Coyle at this point, but um, certainly not going to be David Krejci. He's on his way out way before uh, Bergeron. But, you know, Jack Studnika could be him. And, you know, you look at things like that and you have to think the big picture here. But another really interesting acquisition was Chris Tanev in the offseason. And it is still a questionable contract. It still has plenty of time to age like milk in the sun. But, you know, he... His first season in Calgary has been quite impressive. I really like what we've seen, and I don't think that we have anything to worry about right now. Um, I know that a lot of people didn't like it because of his health and his struggles to stay healthy, and and he's injury-prone, if you will, but I think that, you know, kind of knock on wood here, he's... He's had a pretty successful season here in Calgary. Jacob Markstrom, you know, he's pretty good too. I think that he is in a position where he, like, I don't want to say he had a bad season. I think he had a down season compared to his other performances and in his career and things like that. But I don't necessarily think like, oh, they broke him already or anything. Kind of like Kachuk, where he'll have a bounce back year next year, things like that. I think everybody knows that Brad Tree Living can assemble a team. If you look at this roster on paper, they it's fantastic. You know, I think that these are all really good names, really good players. They can all produce. They all bring something to the table. Yes, there's a little dead weight, but that's with every hockey team, you know. But the issue here is coaching. He has not been able to find a coach for this Calgary team. 
that has been able to coach this core. You know, Bill Peters left after, uh, you know, those accusations against him. Jeff Ward stepped up and they hired him and he was fired shortly after. It really wasn't shortly after. But, you know, now Daryl Sutter's here and it's, (laughs) I don't know what to make of it. I think that the Flames are in a weird position as a locker room and they need to just relax. (laughs) They need to understand and they are one of three teams who have gone through that many coaches in seven years. One of three teams, okay? That's a lot. And the quote from the article is, for all the ugly truth, for all the ugly truths this failed season has revealed for the Flames, one standout. The Flames turn or turning the Flames into perennial Stanley Cup contenders may require more than a handful of transactions. And I completely agree. But coming up next, we are going to talk about takeaways from today's practice and where the room is at with accountability. But I can't get too far ahead of myself because we need to talk about locker room. Not the Flames locker room, but the locker room app. The locker room app is where you can find me once a week where I sit down for about a half an hour or more and talk about hockey, specifically the Flames. I love going on there and chatting with y'all about the games, the season, your expectations, and kind of your experience as a Flames fan. So head on over to your respective app store and download the Locker Room app and catch me there tomorrow night uh, at around 6.30 Mountain Time, and we will be talking all things Flames. And Built Bar is what I will use to hold me over. Since that is a little close to dinner time for me, I will be chowing down on um, probably a German chocolate cake uh, Built Bar to hold me over to dinner while I'm on Locker Room. You can head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order today. And you can get all of your protein bars and all of your protein needs at BuiltBar.com. And you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of that order. Lockdown Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. So, the Flames practice today. <laughs> uh, they don't play hockey until tomorrow night. I know. These few days without hockey, sometimes it just go- feel like weeks. And sometimes it makes the show, I feel, like, really bad. Because I'm like, oh, how can I make up material and how can I scrape the bottom of the barrel today? But the Flames actually gave me something. So I hope y'all enjoy this. But the first thing I noticed was that there were different lines than we saw in the game on Monday. And these were lines that we had seen in the previous two wins. So I'm not entirely sure why Sutter switched it up. Daryl Sutter seems like an old school kind of guy, and my old school family members have always told me, oh, if it's not broke, don't fix it, okay? Why would you change lines like that? You know that those two points matter, and you know that you kind of needed that win for playoffs, for a playoff spot at least, and you kind of set your team up to fail there, and it's a little embarrassing if I kind of have to say that. But today, the Flames did sit down with the media and talked, 
And Michael Backlund was asked about the mood at the rink today. And he said, it was good today. It was, it was really, it was a really hard loss Monday. And guys were pretty disappointed and upset. But today, two days later, it's a new day. The sun is up and guys are here and ready to get going and excited to win more games. It's the Battle of Alberta. We know we're playing for our lives. So we've got to come in here with a positive attitude and see what we can do. I like it, you know, and I think that it's so important that, (laughs) you know, these guys still have a little bit of gas in their tank. I don't necessarily think that it's worth pushing yourself for that playoff spot, but if you, if you can kind of, you know, (laughs) not make it as embarrassing as um, it is right now, that's good. But Daryl Sutter was also asked about um, priorities at practice, and he has to say that, you know, they're trying to play a quicker and faster game and a better transition team, a finish opportunity team, and that's what we're trying to replicate to make sure you get enough reps in at practice. So, you know, I think that I always feel like the Flames are slow. Like, they are a slow team. And when they go up against teams like Winnipeg, and especially the Oilers, I feel like it's kind of exposed more. And that's not something you want. And that's why I think so many teams have been able to kind of take advantage of them and just dump all over them. And he commented on Rasmus Anderson's game and saying that he wants him to shoot the puck more. And he's adjusted to system change as well. He's kills he kills penalties if anything i'd like him to shoot him shoot the puck some more noah hannafin probably would have more shots attempt per game than anyone on our team yes we know but rasmus actually has a better shot so you want to see him use it more okay great and anderson talked about his kind of expectations with the blue liners i've always held myself to high expectations obviously it's tough blow for the whole team especially for Hannah, especially for Hanny. He was having such a good year. It sucks. He has to miss the rest of the season, but Daryl, but as Daryl said, other guys need to step it up now. And obviously I'm one of them. Okay. So, you know, they know <laughs> they're aware. I think that it's good that the team has some sort of accountability and, you know, Anderson knows he knows he has to put the work in. So now he just has to do it. You know, actions will always speak louder than words because you can sit there in the presser and say whatever you want. But if you're not going to follow through with it, your your words are always going to come back. Okay. (laughs) But coming up next, we're going to talk a bit about the NWHL because they had quite the busy day today with awards and some very exciting news. Speaking of awards, you're going to want to head on over to Bet Online AG and place a bet for whatever you want. And are there award shows coming up? I don't know what um no Oscars just passed. But anyways, head on over to Bet Online AG and place some bets on sporting events, award shows, reality TV, esports, you name it. Use promo code LOCKED ON when you sign up for your free account and make your first deposit to earn a free 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code LOCKED ON when you sign up and make your first deposit. LOCKED ON for a 50% welcome bonus. Hey y'all, it's Jess jumping in here to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts. It was quite a busy day 
day for the NWHL. Today started by them announcing that they have doubled their salary cap as a league, and this is supposedly going to be coming with uh, new requirements for the league minimum um, you know, players' minimum salary. So this will be very interesting for the league. I'm so excited and so happy to see them grow. If you want more consistent NWHL coverage than I provide on the show, I highly suggest you follow the Ice Garden on Twitter and, of course, Pride Pride Diehards on Twitter as well. I'm a contributor at Pride Diehards, so make sure to check it out. And today was also the NWHL Awards presented by Discover, so let's run through the list. Soroya Tinker won the Deanna Lang Award, which um, I don't want to say she won it. She was presented with because this is an award for uh, perseverance and somebody who shows uh, excellent and exceeds sportsmanship and really shows dedication to their sport. And there was nobody else out in this entire league who deserved it more than Soroya. Absolutely incredible. And I'm so excited to see more of her artwork, her hockey, and the work she's doing with her mentorship program. And Michaela Grant-Mentis wins the 2021 Newcomer of the Year Award. This one was a little bit controversial because she was in the league in the previous season, I believe with Buffalo, and um, unfortunately, she only played a couple games. And it was controversial because, well, you're not a newcomer if you've played a few games. But, you know... She, she's pretty good at hockey. And Kaylee Fratkin of the Boston Pride won the Defender of the Year Award. Um, I had that in my predictions, if anybody was wondering. Oh, I also had this one as well, uh, along with Soroya. But uh, Amanda Leviel <laughs> uh, takes home Goaltender of the Year Award. This girl's absolutely freaking incredible. I love watching her play. And Michaela Grant-Mentis is your season MVP and again that is just one of those you know awards that were probably voted on unanimously and I think that this just goes to show you how incredible the league is and how much depth is there because Jillian Dempsey did not win a single award (laughs) and Jillian Dempsey has won the uh she was the team MVP for Boston this year and she's been presented with the Deanna Lang award twice now so it's kind of crazy but I'm so happy for the league and I'm so happy for the players and I believe that the draft is on June 29th so head on over to uh, Twitch and follow their channel so you don't miss it and free agency starts relatively soon as well so that's all I have for y'all today I hope you have an amazing day and we'll be here tomorrow for our daily show and on on a locker room so make sure you download that and thank you everybody so much for tuning in and go flames